0: to the quarter life podcast uh this is season seven episode three uh with me here is Oscar Magana and my best friend one of my best friends Nico Velasquez this is Cesar Ortega and today we're interviewing a dinosaur
1: yay
0: Yay!
1: (laughs) oh no I picked up It picked up there
0: you go real good okay if you if you hear a little bit and you can't hear it that well it's Nico most likely but he's gonna try to speak a bit louder So Nico, uh, I mean, we know you, right? We, like, you're, you're one my of my best, best friends, friends, right? It's you, Kyle, and and my boy Jake from Wisconsin. Uh, Oscar knows <laughs> you through us and through Kyle and everything. Yeah. But tell us a bit about yourself, man. Who are you? Where are you from? You went to college. What did you study, man? We want to know. We want to get in the dinosaur brain. We know they're not big, but we need we need the fucking we need the meat of it.
2: <laughs> well, I'm Nico Velasquez. I was raised
1: and born in Oakland, Illinois. Oakland to Northern Illinois University. Um,
2: that's where I met uh, Caesar and my mm-hmm. other friend Kyle, and that's where we kind of all kind of just originated our group from. Um, I am a, I'm an actor, writer, and a little bit of a stunt performer from a little experience I've had, and
1: I'm also. Or a
0: dinosaur. <laughs> I that that's. I mean, we're, we're gonna clear that up a bit because people we gonna be like a fucking a former dinosaur. A fucking what? Dinosaur
1: baby. Like... What do you
0: mean, bro? Well, was he Barney? No, no. He was. He was fucking cooler than Barney. Uh, yeah. So just a little background about me and Nico. Uh, we worked at the uh the bookstore together at, mm-hmm. at uh. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't even remember what it's fucking called.
1: The bookstore in NIU. Bookstore. Huh?
0: What was it? Yes, yeah, and I, I don't remember it. I don't, I, don't, I don't care because my time there was spent hanging out with my friends and then just chilling and then getting yelled at by Denise. That was literally my whole time. <laughs> I was getting yelled at by Denise. Uh, but yeah, yeah, this man started. I was already working there. Kyle hooked it up with the job. And I think Nico started, and neither I nor Kyle knew Nico. And we're like, who is this guy? I think Kyle at some point was like, this guy's, this guy's kind of an asshole. Mm. And <laughs> I said, no, it was the other way around?
2: Oh,
1: you thought Kyle was an asshole? I thought Kyle was an asshole. Okay, like, <laughs> I think they both thought they were like, assholes. Too, like frat, but like he kind of like had <laughs> yeah, this, you know, like, cap, and it was just like yeah, like this is my frat. I'm just like, oh, this guy's a huge frat guy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kyle yeah. was the huge frat yeah, guy. Yeah, he he was, was president when when he was he was president he, yeah. he was president when I pledged, and that was fall of 2014. When when did you start NIU, uh, Nico? Uh, 2013. Ah, okay, so... On so, the... so that's when I graduated. Or... Yeah, or I graduated in
0: 2013 of high school. This man's old as fuck. He's as old as a dinosaur. He's a dinosaur, <laughs> He's yeah. He's as old as a dinosaur. Uh, Yeah, so... Mm-hmm. I, what, what happened after that? I think both you and Kyle needed roommates, right? Um, and.
2: So what happened next was that um, I was living in the dorms like my first two years and then I was looking at apartments over there and I had found the University Plaza apartments, mm-hmm. and I had already, like, secured a, a room there, but then Kyle was looking for a roommate, and he was just like, where are you gonna go, uh, be living? I'm like, i we'll be at University Plaza, and he ended up calling uh, the mob and seeing if I can switch over to a double so we can room together, and they said it was fine, so then, after that, we we're just like, yeah, let's just do it, let's just room together, um, and then It's been history since. It has
0: has been history since. It's really funny because I don't think you guys knew each other that well by that point. But you guys ended up becoming roommates. So they got really close through that. And I think that must have been either my sophomore or junior year. All I know was that I was having a rough time at the fraternity. And I was getting annoyed by everyone.
1: Yeah, You you, you weren't weren't at the house that that often. No, 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 no.
0: Every Wednesday, every Wednesday, I was at Kyle's crib. Uh, moochin As he would say he, I would I would fucking Mooch Off of him Dude He'd Oh my god He would make these uh, These pork tenderloins bro all, all I had to offer him Was my vast movie knowledge Right I'd be like Kyle what are you whipping up today Oh here's some poise t- tenderloins Fuck it Cool let's run it We're watching a movie And then we'd put on Just random ass movies On Netflix Like Stitches The one about the clown wow. these, I, these Irish like film movies It was crazy But it was it, As Nico says It was a lot of fun And it's been history ever since
2: yeah, all those movies were just quality stuff. I'm just like, where does he find these movies at? Like this is kind of like messed up. I'm just like, what the hell?
1: <laughs> uh, Nico, what what did you uh, what did you end up studying? Like, what what was your what was your major at, at NIU? Uh, I was studying. Well,
2: I went to NIU to originally um, do art education, um, but. They told me that I would have to be staying there like another year and a half. And I was kind of just like, I don't want to be – I don't want to be spending my time at the university more than I should be to get my bachelor's. Um, so I went to look at the other uh, majors that they had, and I saw that photography was one of them. And I had already done like a few photography stuff um, prior to Northern. And I saw that like, the curriculum – it looked pretty good. I had all my prereqs already done. So the only thing I had to do was like a, a portfolio review. And I had that done. So I'm just like, all right, gonna be majoring in photography. So that was it.
1: Shit. So how, how'd you end up? So, like, at what point did you think I'm gonna, like, did you always have a passion of like acting and like performing and like writing? Or like, wh- wh- where did that like start from?
2: so, uh, before Northern, I was actually, uh, writing, like, um, a, a sort of, like, Spider-Man kind of comic, um, storyline that I had come up with, and I was kind of, like, basing it off, like, some moments in my own life and, like, people's lives that I've seen, um, and it was kind of, like, my first, like, fan fiction kind of thing, but I wanted to make it where, um it'd be like an all new thing just reimagined and a little bit more um like realistic in a way um but i had wanted to make a comic book using uh photographs and do like a whole lot of like uh photoshop to make like these epic um action sequences and just make it look like it was they were like uh movie stills from like any movie you would see so that was my original plan um but then the more I got into looking into it, it was like, well, this would cost this. Um, I didn't really want to do, like, a, like an Indiegogo, uh, which was, like, huge at that time, or, like, a GoFundMe thing for it. Um, I kind of wanted to do, like, my own thing, like, raise, like, work to get my own costumes and, like, the permits to, like, start shooting everywhere. But then it was just like, well... I might just continue, like, the story and then maybe, like, novelize it or something. Um, And then after that, um, when I met, like, Caesar and Kyle, we started talking about, like, uh, horror movies a lot. And then I started really getting into, like, coming up with these, like, ideas. And then um, that's when I started uh, getting into more, like, the writing scene. But nothing ever, like, came about it. It was more just, like, doing it for fun um i never really thought about doing acting um when i was a kid i was obsessed with the movie speed with keanu reeves what the uh, hell so <laughs> it's, it's no specific i know but there's a home video of me like playing on those like little plastic houses and i'd be hanging on the roof of it and the only thing my mom recorded was like me saying I'm Jack, which is the character from Speed. Cause I was obsessed with that movie, straight up. Yeah, it's a great movie. I will not deny it is that. A great movie. Um, so then, uh, I had to take a uh, elective class at Northern, and I just needed something to fulfill like my full time status, and everything else is kind of just like um a little bit more. And I'm just like, well, I don't want to do a class where I have to like make sure I have to study or whatever Um, because I'm a big dummy and uh, there was an acting class so I'm just like alright I'll take intro to acting and I did that and I thought it was really fun Um, and then after we graduated I was looking for work because one of my friends told me that with my degree in like art or whatever that I could find a museum job so then I was looking on Indeed and I was looking at all these museum jobs, and the last stuff was, like, curators and, like, um, customers, yeah, like, customer service or whatever, and then I saw, like, this one thing It said Jurassic World, I'm like, what, I was like, when is Jurassic World going to be at the Field Museum, and I looked through it, and it didn't say a whole lot, but it just said, like, puppeteer, and I kind of thought, like, all right, maybe I'll do pushing buttons, and, like, stuff like that. And at that time, I didn't really know what it was to be a puppeteer. So I applied, um, the person in charge uh, contacted me, and then I exchanged my info. She called me, she's like, hey, we want to get you an audition, just come here, Um, we'll get you all set up, and uh, we'll go from there. So I'm like, all right. At that point, I was just like, it can't be a legit thing, like,
1: uh, it was it was a audition. porn video.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she said audition and I'm just like I don't know I'm not this is. And I was like probably, I was like, uh oh, this better be a good thing. So we go, we're in the museum and like you see this huge like uh tents like in the back and you see like the Jurassic World, the exhibition like logo on the on the front, and I'm just like, Oh, that's kinda cool. Like I wanna I wanna know what's in there. And this was, like, when the first movie came out. And then I go inside, and they have, like, this little, like, one of those classrooms in the film museum, if you ever, like, been on that lower level. Mm. Um, and they had this giant uh, Velociraptor suit in there just chilling. And my audition was coming up, and there was already a girl who was auditioning. And they had her walk around, get out, then jump back in, and then sprint from one side of the room to the other. And I was just like watching her do it and she almost fell and I'm just like oh, I'm gonna bust my ass <laughs> and um, I get in feel it out and they're just like alright like how do you feel I'm, and I'm just like it's I'm not used to this like at all like I it looks fun but like I feel like I'm gonna butcher it so it was my turn to start running so I did it and they're like alright get out we'll call you I'm like yep they're not gonna call me and then At that time, I was working retail, and I was talking to my coworkers. I'm like, I'm just trying to – I'm hoping I get this job because it looked kind of fun. And then the next day, I got a call, and they're like, yeah, we want to offer you a job, and uh, we want you to come in and start training and stuff. And I'm like, all right, cool. I come in, and it was like three days of training, but there was one guy – well, three of the guys that were already working there, they came from the Philadelphia location – and they were helping out with that. And then they kind of treated it like it was... One of the guys kind of treated it like it was like a boot camp kind of thing. Like, he was, like, Whoa. yelling at us and, and boot swearing. Camp. And I'm just like, this is not professional at all. But, like, it's a job. And I want to say that was probably my highest-paying job I ever had. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so then I got into that. And then a lot of people there were, like, already actors. So I was just like, I don't have any acting experience. Like, this is my first kind of performing gig. And they're like, really? So I was just like, yeah. I was like, it's, it's new to me. But like, obviously, like for all these other people, it's like nothing new to them. Like there were, um, one was a dancer. One was uh, uh, like a circus kind of person. We did like, um, he's like weird tricks. Um, I think there's like, another guy who was just like a theater person. Two of them were theater persons. But, yeah, I was kind
0: of just, like, I kind of felt intimidated. And So to, so to, to clarify real quick, for this job, you were in a – you were a puppeteer for I, – I, I don't know. I wouldn't call it an animatronic since you were inside of it, but you were a puppeteer for a Velociraptor suit, right? So you were you were in this suit, and it was the Jurassic World exhibit at the Field Museum. I can't remember the years – but if any of you who are listening went to the Field Museum during that time and saw Jurassic World Experience and fucking balled out and said, I'm gonna pay however much it was to actually do that experience because those bitches be expensive as hell, you probably saw Nico in his beginning journey as a puppeteer for the Jurassic World experience, which was really cool because I remember you talking to me and Kyle about it. And man, you would fucking you'd text us and you'd be like Yo, I today beat my ass. Like, today, I am sore as shit. Uh, I remember you said that the visuals, you couldn't really see out of it. And for some reason, the little camera, I think they had a little camera. It was inverted. So, you honestly, like, you were in a space that was super confined, wearing this super heavy suit. What you could see was flipped. And you had to almost, like, kind of do small jump scares on people passing by. And I'm sure people probably thought, like, oh, it's just a robot, it's whatever, but it was actual people inside of there.
2: Yeah, um, I do remember me telling you about that. So, the camera being inverted, um, so in the backstage area, we were, like, in this little, like, crammed tunnel, and we had, like, three puppets back there. And the way the puppet moves is that you have this kind of, like, bike handle, uh, like, swivel thing that's, like, in front of you, and, like, right above that, you have, like, a little, like, uh, screen monitor and that's the way we, we were obviously only able to see but it got inverted somehow because someone was fixing it and the exit to or the art entrance to like the main stage was to our right but when it got inverted the entrance was on the left side so it made everything a little bit more uh discombobulated and one person kind of got like this intense headache and he kind of felt like nauseous about it and I remember going out and I hit the wall because I didn't realize how <laughs> close it was so you see this giant rappers hitting that wall hard and then you, you literally hear me say fuck <laughs> and uh I get back on stage and I'm just like everything's like inverted again just, like, I need to remember where everything's at but the way the stage was was that we were behind this cage and then there was, like, this little, like, uh, rock barricade with grass on it. And um, on the floor, we had tape to, like, kind of, like, let us know, like, where the barriers were and if there was, like, a wall. So if you had found that by looking down, because um, the way you strap in, it's, like a, like, a backpack harness. And you have these little clips that go across your chest and across your stomach. And you have, like, this huge, like, opening to where you can kind of just, like, slit yourself in. But that was, like, our only way to see in case, like, the cameras ever went out. And usually it was a lot of that, um, whether it be the batteries dying out or just even being, like, a malfunction in the camera. But a lot of us kind of had to, like, improvise on, like, how to, like, get in and out of the scene. But I kind of felt like I was a little bit more – I started adapting a little bit more, like, towards, like, the middle of, like, the whole exhibit. Um, Because it was only, like, an eight-month thing, but – yeah it was kind of like a little like testy with how like you can be physical with yourself and it was kind of it was really cool but it was uh it was a lot of fun even when you were like on the edge of like screwing up the puppet or something
1: how how uh, how like like and like the only way i know about these things is because i follow you on twitter and, and you would talk about it was the suit heavy at all was it like did it feel like like like, how can you, how can you like, describe it to, like, the people listening? Uh,
2: so, the ones at the exhibit, I want to say they were close to less than 100 pounds. Um, it would really depend. There was one puppet that um, it, the neck um, rods that were in the raptor suit broke constantly because we would um, snap the jaws, like, so hard. I remember snapping it so bad that they had to weld more metal on that one part that was broken and it made it more top heavy to where you can literally just stand up straight and you felt the suit just lean forward and try to pull you down. But I think that was like probably like 100 and something pounds. But uh, when I got cast for Jurassic World Live Tour that's when I kind of started seeing a little bit more of the differences between the suits and a little bit more of like what they decided to keep with it but they both were heavy
0: so that's what i wanted to ask about right so you you had mentioned that the jurassic world experience was about an eight month gig i remember you telling me and i honestly thought like that was that i'm like shit that was pretty cool i remember you maybe referencing something along the lines of hey they might do an actual tour but I doubt I'd get it because you were just the puppeteer for the Field Museum, but then they reached out to you, right? Or somebody reached out to you because of your work at the Field Museum, and this is like I I love talking about this to people because I fucking always gloat about my friend being a part of this because it was so fucking cool.
1: So did you end up going and see it? And oh
0: like, hell! Oh I saw I saw yeah. I saw the show. It was fucking lit.
1: What, what was it? I know they did a show in. in here in Chicago, but, like, what... It was,
0: what... Uh, oh, my gosh, where was it at? It was at, a... uh... Allstate Arena. Yeah. All, the Allstate? Yeah, the All-State arena. I know, yeah. it,
1: like, the Allstate's big. Yeah, it, yeah, it's...
0: The whole thing, like, the whole show is is pretty big. So, okay, so... Uh, if you can just run us through quickly, um, how they reached out to you, and what this kind of led to.
2: Okay. Uh, so, what happened was, um, we just kind of fight. So, after... Uh, the exhibit ended in January 2018 Um, I was kind of like struggling to look for jobs and then a friend of mine reached out saying that there was an audition for Universal for Island of Adventure to have a puppeteer for Blue the Velociraptor there so I flew out and flew back same day auditioned made (laughs) made it to the final round and then flew back home all just to try to see if I can get this audition to Further my dinosaur career. Um, when I came back home, it was, like, the next week, I got an email saying that uh, they decided to go with other people. So I'm like, great, I didn't get it. And after that, I was kind of just like, I don't know if I'll ever have another dinosaur job like that. Like, it was probably the most fun thing I ever had. And I don't want to, like, bash, like, other jobs, because, like, a job's a job, whether you make money or not. And, like, some people love their job and some people don't. But then... It was december uh 2018 one of the guys i worked with at the exhibition reached out he's like hey um so the company that came to see our show they're making their own uh like live action uh like performance show and they want to film like a teaser trailer for it and they need people to do the puppets um so i was like yeah like i would love to do it so I made sure like I was off those that week, and um, the casting director like got in contact with me. He asked me like, "Hey, we heard that you were gonna help. Uh, we just need some information from you." Um, they wanted uh, my bank account number and all that. Um, to pay. <laughs>
1: They're gonna rob I you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: after that, I was like, "Oh, this better be the thing."
1: What's your social? Then,
2: uh... <laughs> I mean, they did ask, but then. Uh... <laughs> They were like, all right, well, give us your contact information because we're going to fly you out from Illinois to California, and then we're going to give you a rental car to drive to the location. So I was just like, all right, cool. So and they did that, and then they're like, all right, well, you also get a per diem for food. I'm like, all right, this is bad. This is dope. Like, I'm okay with it. So we get there. I meet my friend at the airport. Uh, we're flying together. And then we drop, drop in to LAX get our rental and they're like all right you have to drive three hours from lax to bakersfield california i think it was three or four hours so we're like all right cool no biggie um we drive it's almost like a like a small town area Uh, that's what i kind of got from it so we were like in this like little small like arena and they had like these puppets and there were two different ones or there was three different puppets there's a baby stegosaurus and then there was blue the velociraptor Uh, Owen's Raptor from the Jurassic World movies, and then they had a new puppet, which was a Troodon, and that was, like, their, like, uh, original character for the show. So then they had us jump into all of them. I said no to the Stegosaurus because it cut up my knuckles from the inside of the legs. I'm just like, I'm good with that. And then um, they had me jump in the Troodon, and I'm like, all right, like, it's lighter than any puppet I've been in, And I felt like I can move really fast in it. And I was in one scene with the Troodon in the trailers. And it's very, like, small. Like, you have to, like, really pay attention. But, like, there's a part where Blue and the Troodon are circling each other. And then I had jumped into the Blue Raptor suit. And at that point, I was kind of just, like, it was a whole different, like, mechanism on how to move. And I was just, like, this kind of feels familiar. But then I kind of just... Feels foreign. and we did that, finished up, and then the next day was auditions. When we got back, and a friend of mine helped me get headshots. Like let the earlier that uh, year in twenty eighteen, um, so I went back, checked my computer. It wouldn't turn on, plugged it back, plugged it in. The whole computer just wiped clean of everything. It was my entertainment resume. My work resume, my headshot, everything was gone. So I got so nervous. So I'm like, they're not gonna let me audition because I don't have anything. So I contacted the casting director. I'm like, hey, like I don't have a headshot. I don't have a resume. Everything's gone. I was like, is there another um, audition area where I can do it in? Like I'll travel to like a different city because it was like Chicago, New York, Florida, uh, California. I was like, I'll fly it like on my own time. Like it will be no big deal. Um, Didn't hear a response since then. And this was uh, January 2019. And then it was like three months later. It was like end of March. Get a call. They're like, hey, we have an audition. Since you did not audition earlier in the year, we want to know if you can make it. It's a pretty big deal for us because it's a, a last minute thing, but it can be your audition. And i was just like all right i'm there like just give me i'll give you my contact info everything i'm there so they did so i flew out to new york and i met up with our tour uh, coordinator and then there was another guy there who had already auditioned and he was a puppeteer for blue the velociraptor in universal california so we were kind of talking i'm just like I think this guy's like really good because he already has experience with like people in entertainment like that. And they told me like, all right, your audition is, you're going to be on Fox news live in the suit and you're going to be like doing what Raptors do. So I was just like, all right. I hey. so,
0: it's still out there, right That You can, you can find the clip of him on Fox news in the velocity. we need it, bro? Yeah, we, no, I, I need bro. I need it to uh, put it
1: on the on the podcast. I'll,
0: I'll have him uh, later on send us clips of the that of anything else he has, uh, so we can, we can use for yes. for, for for the for post. promotion for promotion of this. For promotion, yes. <laughs> All right, uh, sorry about that. Continue. Go, go ahead. Um, so then we did
2: that, and then that was like the first day, and they're like, "Well, you have a two part audition, so you have to do the Fox News Live, and then we have like a." Kind of like a preview of like what the show is going to be. And it was kind of just showing um, like other podcasters and such, um, the costumes, um, the puppets, uh, what the stage is going to look like, how the dinosaurs are going to look like, uh, the 3D models that they had, everything. And we just had to interact with everyone, and take pictures. Um, I have like a couple of videos from that. Um, I think I have a few pictures also so after that they were like alright we'll give you a call in a couple weeks um, we just gotta make sure everything's in order so I'm like alright cool um, I go home it was actually three weeks later and at that point I was just like yeah they're not gonna call me They used and I get a call right as I said like, that and they're like we wanna invite you and give you a position in Jurassic World Live Tour so I was excited I was like hell yeah let's go and then they're like, well, we got another PR event coming up. We want to fly you again to California to promote this at BuzzFeed headquarters. So I'm like, I'm there. So the guy who was at New York with me, he was there also because obviously he's from California. So we got to bond even more and like I met his wife. He was a really cool guy. Um, Bob Gardner is his name. I want to shout out to him.
0: Uh, shout out Bob Gardner. Shout
1: out Bob. He
2: was my, uh, my premier roommate on tour as well. And He's uh, uh, I think he was a huge actor in California too. Like he had a ton of projects. Um, there was one thing where he was like in a horror like, short, which I have to find that for you guys because it's, it's brilliant. And uh, yeah, so then after that, they flew us out in mid July. And I started seeing a few other people like on the airplane at the airport and we're all just getting acquainted. And then we get to the hotel, we're in uh, Palmetto, Florida and it was probably the longest uh eight weeks of like training and like rehearsals I ever did And that's up more like boot camp than the exhibition was uh like I never worked the muscles that I had until then because it was like I was sore in parts of my legs I didn't think I'd ever get sore in but it was really brutal and like a lot of us got injured um my first oh no, it was my second day of like rehearsals they were teaching us how to do like um, like these like stunt rolls and they were telling us that you have to roll like on kind of like, on your back but I rolled on the point of my shoulder and it just went numb and I'm just like I just messed up bad like if I broke my shoulder I'm going to be kicked out and that, that was it so I kind of like Saw the trainer. She helped me. She put like these bandage tape that would like help like support it. it got better, but I was still sore. And every day it was like literally like ice baths, um, icing, stretching, um, foam rolling. It was that. It was that bad. But like I wouldn't have traded for anything else. And then fast forward like into September twenty nineteen, and we're on the road to uh, Ohio, Columbus, Ohio, and we're like right. We're at the Schoenstein Center um, right across from like Buckeye Stadium. So it was a pretty cool start. And then getting to Chicago was probably like the highlight of my tour because not only was it kind of like my hometown, but like um, I got interviewed by a newspaper about my return home and what it felt like to be performing in your hometown. And then having to perform for I think it was two sold out shows and the show that Caesar was at was also a sold out one. So it was probably like the most intense, like weekend I ever had in my life. I will say.
0: Yeah. And that, that, that whole thing is, I don't know. I, when, when people say like my life's like a movie, that shit is like, like that, that shit, sounds like a movie, it bro. literally yeah. like it hypes me up so much. I always tell people, I'm like, yo, like, if you haven't seen it, and people would say like, "Oh, like, did you hear about this Jurassic World live show? I'm like, "Yeah, my best friend's in that shit. Like, he's he's blue. Like, he is the fucking main people, velociraptor." People, people were like,
1: "Shut up, Caesar."
0: Yeah, like, <laughs> whatever, bro. You're cloud chasing. Like, no, please believe me. But no, like, he. and If I'm not mistaken, it 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 was its own. Because I mean, by that point, the second movie had come out, and I think it's between the first and the second movie, right? It's its own little story. Yeah, which was it was it was dope. Uh, and we would is, always, is it canon. Uh, I don't know. Is, is it canon, Nico? Uh,
2: so they said it was soft canon, which I think it's kind of like you can call it canon or you can call it not canon. Okay.
1: But okay, I like think it canon. like it happened, but like if it didn't happen, it didn't change the story. Yeah.
0: yeah. No. So so that that whole thing. I mean. And it was dope seeing him, because he, play, he played not only the Velociraptor Blue, but I believe he played, like, a, a security guard in it, and I, I remember pointing him out, I'm like, I was, like, with my girlfriend, I was like, look, there he is, there he is, and, like, it was just, it was, sucks, cheater. It, it was so fucking exciting just being there, not just because, I mean, it was a dope show, but, like, knowing, like, yo, like, my boy's doing that, like, my boy, yeah. and knowing, I mean, again, me and, me and Kyle were there for all the text and everything, and just Nico saying, like, man, like, I fucked up. Like my, like I did get injured. I got a bit injured. Like oh shit! Like I might have, I might have, I might be out and everything. It's just, it was incredible and everything. And um, I believe, did did you not? Did you go across? Uh, like, did you go international or no? I can't remember if you did. Uh, uh
2: no. I think uh, uh, we Boston, New York, and we just got to go across to like the border of Canada. It's the closest we ever got.
1: Can you repeat that real quick? Because you, you you, we lost that, connection. Uh, what was
0: that? Can you repeat that real quick? We lost... Uh,
2: we, my phone stuttered a bit. Um, The closer we got was like going to Canada, but it wasn't like... Um, we were kind of just going to the border. It wasn't uh, performing in Canada. But in 2020 this was supposed to be our year of spending... About like oh four weeks in Canada, and then there was rumors that the third year we were gonna go like super international that's because okay. that's what I was have Japan, Japan was trying to get uh, our tour to get over there, and that's what I was hyped about. Cause I'm like, I've always wanted to travel to Japan. Like it's always been like a dream of mine, and to have it cut short, I was just like,
0: okay. Yeah, and- that's, that, that's what I must have been thinking about. Because I remember you, you mentioning that, like, if I stay with the tour, we will eventually go international. And I you, I mean, to, to an extent, you were kind of saying, like, well, should I? Like, should I go? What if, what if this at some point stops and then I'm out of a job? And me and Kyle told you, like, dude, like, you can't pass this up. Like, this is a very strange train you're getting on. But it's a train where you don't know where you're going to stop. And where it's gonna take you, but it, it's it's gonna be fun. That's that's for sure. And I believe, did you not meet the writer for Jurassic World?
2: Yeah. So um, Chicago was like our like world premiere um, of the show, and we had people from uh, Amblin Studios, which was like one of like the major production companies for Jurassic Park and Jurassic World, and then Colin Travaro, who was the writer. And director for the first Jurassic World and the writer for Fallen Kingdom, I believe, uh, he was there, and it was like the first day we had to do like promotion or like a kind of like a meet and greet. And there's all these people there. There was actually a Bears defensive uh, player there as well, and I forgot his name. And Con was there, and well, I'm in the suit walking the stage and like taking pictures. I immediately just recognized him, and I'm just like, this is the guy. And there's pictures of, like, uh, me uh, making, articulating blue to where it's, like, she knows who he is. And then, um, after the first show, um, after the first full show we did, we were backstage, and, like, we had, like, a... We all huddled around each other, and then Controvarro gave us, like, a huge, like... Like his own like little quick review, and like, "It was great." Like I never expected to have see something like this done. And then our directors for the show uh, pulled me aside and they're like, "Hey, we want you to meet someone." And it was Colin Trevorrow, like right in front of me, and I got to talk to him about it and told him a little bit about my life of being a raptor and telling him like I appreciate that you made this movie because like if it wasn't for this movie and you, I wouldn't be here today. And doing this as, as like a first-time performer, and he was even a stuff. I was like, I just love the way like you make the raptor look so lively and like move. And uh, I was like, yeah, because a lot of it has been like trial and error while on tour and figuring out like little ways and like you like everyone in a show can articulate puppet differently, but like it's like certain things. You wouldn't know like it was me, um, so which was kind of cool. And I'm just like, thank you, like this means like a whole lot to me. Yeah.
0: That see that that to me again. I, I've said it plenty of times during this episode, but that shit gets me beyond hyped. Uh, I believe it. Well, it was cut short because of of COVID and everything. I know that <laughs> for a fact. Um, I don't know. And I don't know if you know if it will come back, but if it ever does come back, I highly implore anyone who gets a chance to, if it ever comes back to the Chicagoland area, to go see it. Because it's just a whole bunch of fun. Bro, that was like the only show I've ever been to at an arena where I'm like, yo, I'm about to buy a bunch of this merch. And I only bought one of the cups because they were hella expensive, but I still got that
1: cup. Hell yeah. So um, so you're from the Chicagoland area, you said Oakland. Um, but you currently live now at at, um in the Austin Fort Worth area. Um, what made you decide to move to Texas? Obviously this is a complete little jump, but we you know <laughs> I always wanna talk about Texas for some reason. Yeah.
2: Um so I started talking to this girl when I was on when I started tour. But not when I started tour but like
1: um January
2: uh, <laughs> um so we started talking and it was like an almost like an everyday thing. And then, um, we acknowledged like our feelings with each other, like, uh, end of February, like early March. And then, uh, we started dating officially in March, right around when, um, uh, Jurassic World Act Tour got, uh, canceled or whatever. And, um, she came to Illinois, um, and we traveled back to Texas and I spent uh, a month here and then we did it again but I had decided to move down here because I just thought um, I don't really I kind of wanted to be with her and I'm just like it would kind of be hard to do a long distance relationship Um, but we kind of knew what it, it would entail if we did it because I was on tour we kind of acknowledged that it was going to be hard, but we would make it work. So um, we just decided to move in, and yeah, so started living here, and now I'm an Amazon delivery driver.
0: Hell yeah! <laughs> so, y'all, y'all hear that, ladies? Uh, I'm sorry, but my boy is spoken for. Uh, this dinosaur uh, is no more. You you can't you can't get him. He, right?
1: Someone can some some can say he's. Uh, a fossil in the dating world
0: yes yeah he is he is uh extinct, extinct. on your dating list so, so. Someone
1: say he's a uh, uh,
0: i can't <laughs> <laughs> someone can say that you should try sarah stop trying to get at him all right uh
1: someone <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone can say that he uh was an apex predator not anymore
0: <laughs> sure. <laughs> go yeah, and uh, um, shout out to Amber. She is awesome. She is hilarious.
1: Shout out, yeah. Um, but any any differences from like the Dallas series compared to Chicago? Like, like I, I every time I like that's one of the things I hate about social media is that everybody wants to move to to Texas and get this big ass mansion for like two two dollars. <laughs> yeah, like, do you live in a mansion? <laughs> like, <laughs> um,
2: so. I started living like in the Grapevine, like South Lake, um, and uh, what was it, yeah, Grapevine, South Lake area, and there are a lot of houses that are just like huge. And I mean, like, I'm just like, how does one of you even afford this place? Like, obviously, like living in Chicago, I'm just like, everything's hell expensive over there, but then like living here, I'm just hearing like, yeah, it's, property stuff is like cheaper here. I'm just like. Say no more, fam. Say no more. (laughs) And, uh...
0: You gotta
2: buy stuff down there. Yeah. Uh, so I started delivering, uh, most recently, like, in the Decatur area. And it's more like, uh, like, back road, like, country roads and stuff. Everything's kind of, like, spread apart. Um, but even these houses are, like, you have, like, these farmlands, and you have, like, these, uh, huge, like, two-story houses, but those, like, the properties are so so large and there was one house i delivered to and i kid you not it was like it was like a little mini castle <laughs> but like they decked it out to be sort of like pirate ships like, it had like a, a little cool. like, front moat right front of the door and had like a little like drawbridge it had like, a little pirate flag in the top and like uh like these column looking uh or these tower looking area parts on their house and i was like this is cool this is cool but yeah like it's it's crazy kind of seeing like how these houses are and like um it, it still feels like you can see like like what you would see in illinois but like certain areas have like these huge like expensive housings and um i'm just like i want to know what these people do because these houses are gorgeous
1: and then my, my only other question is like like portillo's or whataburger Hell yeah, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come
0: back. Though. Come back. <laughs> 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 I see Amber just come in the face and just
2: punch his like, <laughs> like, like,
1: And like how's the how's the like how's the Mexican food down there? Like obviously like there's like the Tex Mex going down over there, but like like is the like people people say that like the Chicago has the best Mexican food compared to like the LA and <laughs> Be compared to you, Mexico, but like, like, how's the like, you know, what, what's the like, the 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 vibes over there? Like, like, you know, obviously pre-COVID fucks everything up, but like, what, what what's like a nightlife over there? What's like the, you know, you know, everything else? Uh,
2: we haven't really explored like nightlife stuff just because like we've been trying to be like super careful. Um, mm-hmm. As someone who has like a precondition already, it's just like we both know like we don't want to risk me getting sick because then that's just going to create a whole hellstorm of, uh, ro- uh, problems that we don't want to worry about. But we haven't really seen a whole lot of nightlife. Um, we're, so we live in the city of Denton and we're kind of close to like, uh, the university of North Texas. And they have like this, um, little like Denton square. And it's like, there's a comic book shop, few restaurants, um, a barber barbershop, uh, like a little post office like a little like fun area I guess that's where everyone usually goes and uh parties and stuff like I haven't really seen it like truly bumping but um as for like the Mexican food we there's a place called Torchies, which is really good um we haven't I haven't gone to tex Max. uh we've been seeing it a lot but we've been like going elsewhere um i want to say it's Torchis, uh taco bueno which i think is just another name for taco bell it's pretty good though would recommend still um there's one restaurant that's like uh like a uh, mexican owned and we went to that one and it was pretty good it was uh kind of just like anything you would get from uh chicago um because a, a lot of places here they It's like they're trying to impress Gordon Ramsay or something because they try to put, like, a lot of, like, appeasing looks on it. Um, But, like, they taste good, but it's just like you're putting too much stuff on the taco. It's kind of like greasing it up more and just becoming wet and just overbearing. But there's a few places here that are kind of, like, authentic, and they're pretty good. I've yet to find a tamale place, so I'm still on the lookout for that.
0: Cool, cool, cool. Uh, speaking of you being in uh, Texas, originally being from Chicago, uh, you and I and Kyle have had some really good yearly adventures uh, going to C2E2. Um, yeah, 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 he sadly could not go this past year, right before Corona hit. Um, it was February 28th, and, or 27th. And that, 28th. That's the one that Luis went to, right? And then, and then our boy Luis went there. Yeah. Our boy... Uh, Uh, the Mexilorian because he Mexilorian yeah because he fucking he (laughs) bought a Mandalorian
1: he bought a Boba Fett uh, he still wears it to this day to
0: this day uh, some say he hasn't taken it off
1: because that that is the way he he, he came to buy he came to buy his mom came to buy a car for me the other day and he was wearing it (laughs) yeah that man so he bought a Boba Fett uh, helmet from
0: C2E2 I can't remember how much he said I think he might have paid like, one, like 150 It like, was like yeah, 150, 150 yeah. And that man is uh Like he just He, he loves that thing And yeah. I'm like Hey If you're paying 150 For a fucking helmet You better love that thing Oh yeah He's posted some workout videos Where he's like getting swole that was Wearing funny. it That, that was, one was funny, funny That so. was good So ladies uh, He is available <laughs> He needs a date
1: To we, the wedding We
0: will always plug Our boy being uh, Single So His
1: name is Luis
0: Luis Montenegro I don't know his at name uh, it's Lorian. it's it's the Maxi, at MaxiLorean on Twitter
1: I don't think it is it <laughs> 100% is that's it All right, you go, go ahead and ask, go talk right. about the anyways
0: um uh so we, we've had those yearly adventures and everything uh this year 2021 it, it was pushed back to December uh what is the consensus on whether or not you and Amber may come if it is held it is I told you
2: <laughs> um i think it'll be pretty likely that i'll be there um like yeah i was on tour when the last one uh was being held um couldn't get out of that um but uh yeah c2v2 in 2021 will definitely be uh a for sure thing um just because like i i kind of hope that it's the same kind of like environment it's still like that's as it, it used to be when we went um just I know Amber's gonna be new to it because she's never uh, she's a huge nerd. Um, didn't know she was so into DC characters when she wrote a, uh, an essay about uh, Green
0: Lantern and Hell yeah, that's that's my fucking boy. That's why she's cool as hell. Tra- Trash superhero, yeah, bro. I'll beat your ass on this podcast, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: so yeah, she'll definitely be there whether or not she cosplays. Um, Green be Lantern, the air, There we go. But she can pull off Gwen Stacy
1: and Spider Gwen, mm-hmm. so let me tell you that. I I I I, um, I would just, I, I, just cre- I just I just creeped into your. Watch out? I just creeped into his uh his uh his Twitter bio and says Gwen Stacy by his by all right. So Kyle, uh, if you
0: if you if you're listening at all he and you have listen. listened to this far this far. Uh, we got him. We got his ass coming to the next C two E two with us. It's gonna confirmed. be confirmed. Uh, matter of fact, fuck it. Let's bring let's bring Luis again because uh, he had a lot of fun. Uh, to have the whole whole gang there, you hit hit him with a little little sponge of like the whole gang's <laughs> here. Yeah, it'll be
2: like uh... yeah, cause like we kind of like cause the first year it was us, and then we brought my friend uh, Anthony. Tony, and he started coming with us. Did yeah. You know, Tony? And then we have your, with uh, your buddy come in. So I'm like, I think the groups just getting bigger and bigger. So it's a clan. Uh, eventually, we're gonna have to like start like, a huge group cosplay thing. We
0: we've all, we've always said. I mean, and and Nico is always the one that's that's always been in better in the best shape out of all three of us. Kyle has has gotten in very good shape too. Yes. My ass is still pretty short and pretty round, so I should really work on it. Uh, but you know what? My I, I've grown my hair out pretty fucking long, so I think I might be able to pull off some sort of cosplay.
1: It, it, it covers your cheeks. Yeah. It definitely does. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Fuck it, bro. I'll be Juan Wick, bro. Just he got he got thick. <laughs> 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 I'll do it, uh, Juan Wick, bro. I'll do it. <laughs> Can I kill you? No, bro. But I'll steal your food without you noticing. <laughs> <laughs> All kidding. right. Then- let's uh, I feel like we, we've delved into your mind a bit more um, and I, I love that uh, that we have uh, I know Oscar also wanted to ask about another one of your childhood loves and one that you are very passionate about and one that I really enjoy too which is and then this can kind of delve into uh, writing movies yes. and then talking yes, about so movies was, in yes. general uh, power Rangers is that where your dinosaur fetish started? Ooh! I, yes. Yeah. You, uh, and, and yeah. Be, be, and be,
1: before. Be... It was Jurassic Park, the first movie. That's when and I first made love to a dinosaur. Off putting, like off brand, uh, sci-fi movie called Carnosaur. Carnosaur that put me in
2: puppeteering. Okay. You, i I recommend watching it. It's like Ooh, a... Jurassic Park. There's three movies of it. It's uh ch- basically just Jurassic Park. But
0: they show the gore and the deaths from the dinosaurs. Okay, okay. Uh alright. That that was just a joke. Uh Nico does not have a uh dinosaur fetish. And if he does, wait, 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 I'm not gonna I'm wait, not gonna blame him. Wait, 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 wait. I'm not King Shaming.
1: Favorite dinosaur movie? Go. You see the first. Oh,
0: uh Land Before Time. Wait, yeah, Land Before Time. That shit fucking
1: makes me cry. Nico go. Jurassic Park. Dinosaur. That's that one's pretty good. That, dinosaur, that one is dinosaur. pretty good. There, but you know what, bro? There's a movie where like and like you see these like I have a faint memory of owning like like this like BH I got to find yeah, it. I have no idea. Um, so yeah, so a- 100 I, as, million BC is what it's called. As I was saying,
0: uh, Nico does not have a dinosaur fetish. Uh, if he does, I'm not going to kink shame. Uh, some say that maybe he Are does a because Are you furry? He to scaly? A scaly? A, a, scaly? Scaly? Yeah, a yeah. scaly? Is is it, is it a furry or a scaly? Dinosaurs have scales? They have feathers. Some some do have feathers. They do have feathers. That man, that somebody said, hey, he, this man said I want to be inside a dinosaur so he became a puppeteer <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess it'd be up in the air whether you call it a furry or a scaly all, all jokes aside uh, it is his career i, I don't i don't <laughs> want jurassic <laughs> world like to be like you're fired because your friend made a dumbass no, so, joke so
1: so a little lo- a little bit towards the I, I love power rangers um i've seen like some like amazing fan films about it um i love your reactions towards the the power ranger fan community Cause like you just like go off on them, bro. Like, like as, as he
0: should. Because yeah. sometimes they can be real. Fucking like toxic.
1: Fa- fan, fans, fans in general are toxic. Like any fan, I feel like any community has their huge toxic like sub community with them. And like Nico's like, like the like the shining knight that like attacks. these, like, yeah,
0: we can. I think we can we can delve into that a, a bit in general too, because I think we all like a lot of the same stuff. So <laughs> I we all like Power Rangers. We all like Star Wars and everything. We've seen how toxic Star Wars uh, fans oh, can be, uh, and same thing. I know Nico really loves the uh, the reboot of the Power Rangers movie. Oh, okay. Um, and people people shit on it all the time. And this man, yeah. I will I will go into face. I don't even follow these Facebook groups. I just, I don't it just shows me yeah. that he commented on them, <laughs> and he'll be like, "Hey, bro, chill out." It was it was a different take, and it's true. Like he's yeah. some people get so caught up on what they think is right and how, how, how strongly they hold their Dude, opinions I, that they attack the people who play these characters. I
1: fight, pe- I fight people that say that, uh, Batman shouldn't have killed anybody in ne- the Zack Snyder cut just because I believe Zack is one of the best, like, superhero directors of all time. Yeah, like, take. I never
2: really dove into, like, the Batman comics that much. Um, I forgot which one I read. It might have been Death in the Family or, uh, a different one. Um, But like I'm not sure if he killed people in the comics I'm only gonna assume so but it kind of just shows like his like greediness to it like cause he's like I mean Don Justice he was kind of like he's been Batman for like so many years already like there's already a Robin death and it's just like you kind of feel like you would go through that if like you lost if you went through a lot of death in like your career as a superhero so I was like why not so
0: real quick before we, because I know I, we will delve into movies and we can do it very quickly. Um, again, once again, you you, you love Power Rangers. Um, and r- real quick question, like you asked us about the dinosaurs. What's your favorite uh, Power Ranger season? Uh, you go first,
1: Oscar. Uh, the second one with the cars. Oh, Turbo. Turbo. Turbo is my
2: favorite one.
0: Yeah. Uh, mine would obviously be the Mighty Morphin. Okay, my my
1: mine would be a tie for Mighty Morphin and Turbo, cause
0: both of those had fucking
1: kick ass movies. And my, and my 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 uh, honorable mention is uh, the Time Cop one.
0: The Time Cop? Oh, is it? Oh, uh, is it Time
1: Force? I yeah. guess? Time, time Force. Force. Time yeah. Force is a good one. Yeah. Time Force yeah. is a good one. Uh, so
0: yes, you you love. Power Rangers, uh, it is something that you grew up with as a kid. He has a fucking dope figure like collection and mm-hmm. the comics now as well. It's awesome. He has the Morpher collection. It's dope. It's yeah, literally, yeah. If I was going to rob this man, I'm robbing his I'm ass. robbing that. <laughs> <laughs> if I can have a million dollars in that shelf like, give me the Power Rangers <laughs> shit. Uh, but you are a, a big fan. And again, we talked about you being an actor, a writer, and you are writing a Power Rangers script that's almost reimagined. Uh, if you want to give us some t- details. That's fine. If you want to keep it to yourself, uh, that's completely fine too. We don't want no one stealing your intellectual property. Yeah, no. But uh, how do you go about that process? Do you use uh, the old show as a platform, as a jumping off point? Uh, or is it just kind of like, hey, I, I have an idea for these characters. We know that they're supposed to be five attitude-filled teens. And that's what I'm going with.
2: So like, the way I started writing it was um, I wanted to reimagine everything differently um, like the 2017 movie did a perfect reimagining of like what the the brand was, um, especially with Mighty Morphin. Um, still a great movie, I would get into that. Uh, but I wanted to do like a reimagining of what the show was like, so I wanted to get a little bit more of like their take and like the villains, because um, we only got like two villains in the the remaster movie, and I was kind of going with. The idea of showing a little bit more of what uh, high school life would be like kind of like um, almost like a Spider-Man where it's like you're living the double life and I kind of wanted to show a little bit more of like how they're dealing with their own emotions as teenagers and then uh, coming across like these powers and then um, the I want to say like I redid some of like their backstories a little bit differently. Um, I even added more of, like, uh, the lore to, like, Zordon and, like, Rita and, like, all these other characters to kind of give it, like, a whole new perspective instead of, like, well, how did this guy get in the tube and how did Rita become so evil and, like, how did she get her, like, group of villains together? Um, But I have, like, a whole, like, um, in my notes app, I have around five seasons of what I want to do with it, and I want to do like a eight-episode um, series um, per season with like an hour each, or even 45 minutes, but um, I am currently right now designing the costumes for it, and uh, the helmets have been like redesigned, so you're gonna get um, a little bit more closely, a little bit more close to their Zord looks, and a little bit with, like, the alien kind of, like, feel that the 2017 movie did. But no, I won't be doing, like, armor. It'll be more, like, you'll see, like, their, um, their boot and uh, glove cuffs uh, will have that diamond shape. Um, there will be, like, screen-printed uh, fabric for their undersuit. And there will be, like, this um, sort of, like, leather um, kind of, like, overlay on, like, the screen print. So it gives a little bit more, like, depth than, like, realism. But uh, the way I'm writing it is kind of a little bit between, like... Like, the first few episodes I have written down already. Uh, first one's obviously going to be, like, that little, like, intro. We're going to see, like, these characters, their, um, their story, how they're dealing with life. And then, like, the second episode it's more closely focused on like, the villains and how they're reacting to this new world. Um, And it gets a little bit violent, too. Like, I had to figure out how to not make it a rated R thing because I'd still want to give it, like, a little bit more, like, not... I don't want to have, like, that campy, like, TV show vibe. Like, I'll throw, like, a couple, like, humor stuff and, like, comedic moments, but, like, I don't want to overpower it and um, even as like i don't know like i want to give it the justice that it deserves but like you see like all these like fan films on um, youtube that are just so like awesome and the one that's most notable is uh unworthy power rangers yeah. i will say definitely go look into that one uh they're currently filming episode four and five uh um,
0: more episodes i didn't even know that <laughs> i gotta go watch that now <laughs>
2: Yeah, but they have a lot of like, they're all like stunt performers and like, they're like, other, they're like really good actors too. Um, there is one thing that got me about the the Power Ranger community can be toxic at times because they kind of switched up the character of Kimberly in this like fan series and they made her more of like part of like, the LGBTQ uh, community. And I just saw people like, dogging on like this actress and I'm like why Like, it's just so unnecessary like it's a different take and like you wouldn't I wouldn't even call it like a different take really it's just they wanted to do it more creatively and like realistically because it's about teenagers and like you go through like these um, emotions at that age so it's just like why would you bash a character and an actress like it's it's just Wrong, but would highly recommend seeing uh, the Unworthy Productions uh, fan series. There's even another one coming out by uh, I've got the name of it. It was a uh, Henshin Squad on YouTube. Um, they did a few of them. They did a uh, I think it's like their own original uh, Power Ranger series called Jammingers, but it's pretty cool. It's like uh, musicians as Power Rangers. They have like these instruments. Yeah, they're that, like about... their weapons. That sounds pretty dope. I would, I'd, I'd, watch that if I were you.
0: It's, it's pretty cool. I mean, I, I'm, I'm excited for yours. I, I, Hollywood. Anyone who is listening with some Hollywood clout who can uh plug my boy's idea, uh, make it happen, uh, and cast him as, as the role because that man, that man can, can work. All right, you want to, you want an actual dinosaur doing the Zords? You, you got your man.
1: <laughs> yeah um, I had
2: thought about like trying to figure out I've been like trying to um, research more of like um, production like apps and stuff on computers um, but I kind of want to bring the whole the practical effects back so I do plan on making the Zords uh, kind of like puppeteering kind of stuff Or, like, the guy in the suit. But the Megazord won't look the same like the TV show. It'll have a little bit more uh, rusted and updated look to it to show, like, there is battle. But I will say um, season one focuses on the five uh, Power Rangers and, like, their whole, like, intro to, like, the universe. Um, Second season i will say that it introduces tommy oliver the green ranger but it's i kind of made it to where it focuses on um uh like mental mental health and stuff because it kind of like with the whole like green power coin if you saw like the tv show there was like that five episode arc. it kind of shows like a little bit like possession and all that so i'm kind of making it more of like uh exorcist but like dealing with like mental problems mental issues um and then the third season's bringing in uh a new backstory to like Zordon and what his past life was um make and then... now, <laughs> make it <laughs> and... i need it <laughs> but yeah then it's going to introduce like a an original power ranger to like uh that I kind of like came up with but obviously it's not like it wouldn't be a surprise but Um, it I'll be bringing in like a new original character for the Titanus Zord which was the Brachiosaurus um, which was like the armor tank one basically and uh, it's gonna have a whole new like take on that because I don't think that was ever I don't remember it ever being done in the show and I just thought it'd be cool to like kind of introduce that and then 4 and 5 would kind of be like um a resolution for four and then five i kind of season five i kind of wanted to introduce the whole uh shattered grid uh comic book storyline mm-hmm. but um been trying to figure out like um because i haven't read the comic book yet um currently kind of like diving into it but i don't want to make it so um so similar or like basically just like a a live adaptation of um, I kind of want to add new things to it, and like a little bit more drama. Um, but, yeah, that's where I plan on going. And um, I'm trying to get this all, like, hashed out so that way I can, like, even... Uh, my goal right now is to film a teaser at the end of this year. Um, so hopefully we get to see something. Finish.
0: This man is a renaissance man. This man does everything. He does stunts. He writes. He acts. He's a fucking dinosaur. He'll deliver your package in the dinosaur concert. I, he can't be stopped. And I am frankly <laughs> excited to see where this man is going to go. Oscar, do you have any questions?
1: Uh, I do not. No, I uh, I, I really uh, thank you. Um, I think your, your story definitely grasped the... Uh, i got something my, I know, i'm not crying i'm just got crying, some, bro? i got something bro, it, it, it is dude. I'm, I'm uh, you no too. Your, your your story definitely like it's like the whole definition of why i like started the podcast in the beginning like you know you, you've you've done so much and you experienced so much and um other than my fiance i've never had a, a performer in in the arts and, and and the business like like come and talk about his story so like I, I thank you um, for sharing your for sharing your 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 story of, of being a dinosaur and, and and getting like getting into like the writing biz and and ma- trying to make your own show and stuff like that
0: and yeah just uh, go go wait, go ahead uh,
2: yeah I appreciate you guys uh, having me um that I can make this uh, Rangers series like a huge like YouTube kind of thing and give back to the fans on what they kind of expect to be good show
0: uh me and Oscar call bulk and skull right away bulk and skull. We, we, call, we both kind of look like uh bulk he but it's it. okay <laughs> but we call it bulk and skull all right one of us will have to trim down to, to be skull but one of us will be definitely be bulk uh thank you Nico for for being here uh you know how much I absolutely love you and adore you uh and I am so so proud of you uh this is something that like when when hearing you go through this journey i i wanted you to to go for it um and not question yourself and was i scared for you yeah but we you me and kyle always told you that no matter what happened we would be there for you if you needed a plane ride back home if anything ever happened we were gonna be there so might as well take the risk because we were never gonna let you fail alone uh and I'm so happy that oh shit I am getting a bit emotional. <laughs> uh I am so proud of you and I'm so happy that you were able to do that. And I hope others take that and actually go for it to realize that sometimes you do have to take that risk and sometimes it pays off pays, pays off big. Sometimes it doesn't, but if you don't try, you're not you're not going to go anywhere. So Nico, thank you so much for being here with us.
1: Um where uh where can the The listeners follow you. Um, What's your social media handles? Uh,
2: You can find me on Instagram and uh, Twitter at NicoVelasquez27. I have a YouTube channel, but it hasn't been updated. It's the real Nico Velasquez. Don't ask me why it's that. Uh, That was made a long time ago. Um, I'm also on TikTok at NicoVelasquez27. all right
0: thank you so much uh every, all listeners uh keep an eye out for the promos for this after uh if you listen to it before you see the promos because uh, we're gonna have nico send us some of the footage of his performances and all the other stuff yes. uh so you can see it and again thank you so much for listening nico thank you so much for being here i love you man i i hope you're being safe out there please stay safe out there tell amber i said hello yes uh oscar any final words
1: no, follow the podcast at TQL Pod. Oh, That's T Q L P O D. That's on all social media handles, Instagram, Twitter. Um, we are not on TikTok. Do you want to be? No, <laughs> I don't know how we'll Come do on. that. I, I don't know what we'll do. Um, but,
0: Bro,
1: uh, on that. <laughs> but thank you guys again. Uh, we'll be back next week. Yeah. Goodbye. Thank. You. Goodbye.